is the Business Breakfast with Oanda on Jazz FM. Online trading, currency data, money transfers. And a very good afternoon to Jeff Halley, who's Senior Market Analyst at Oanda Asia Pacific in Singapore. We're looking, uh, I don't know you do updaters obviously but the aid the markets took a bit of a hit yesterday didn't they and overnight as well and with you during your trading day in asia yeah good uh, morning guys yeah what we saw last uh, night in new york was uh, sh- uh, stock markets move lower uh, once that houston consulate announcement came out uh, from washington to, to shut the china consulate there but tesla then produced an extremely good result making uh, above expected profits that lifted their stocks 10 percent and that lifted the whole of wall street so that's finished uh, slightly up in asia today we've seen chinese stock markets move lower on those geopolitical concerns and that's flowed over into northern uh, asia with south korea uh, also lower but the rest of asia has been small positive to flat as as has uh, the Australian stock market. So a bit of a mixed bag today. We should also note that Japan is on holiday today and tomorrow, which is reducing activity in the region. Let's just talk a little bit more about um, Tesla, which you, you mentioned. This is a, an extraordinary company, isn't it? I mean, it is unbelievable, isn't it? A year ago, they were talking about bankruptcy. I saw a share forecast the other day of over $2,000 a share. Um, th- th- this talk of this company, I mean, let's get it straight it's not really about making cars it's about electricity isn't it and batteries and so on that's it that's its major thing um but there's, there's talk of it like a melt up as far as the shares are concerned and the people jumping in because they don't want to be left out do you suspect there's a bit of a bubble here because um you know by any stretch of the imagination you can see what the prospects are and you can see what the future is but you know the share price is still rocketing isn't it there's a couple of things here. I mean, Elon Musk, I think, became $1.3 billion uh, richer overnight because of the share of the of the stock uh, price moving moving higher. Uh, got another award triggered, so he's got a big smile on his face. Uh, I think part of what we're seeing here is, A, momentum from uh, retail traders, I, I agree, and institutional investors as well. But also, uh, it looks increasingly likely now that Tesla will gain entry to the S&P 500 because they've had four consecutive quarterly profits. Uh, that will trigger a lot of uh, basket buyers, these ETFs that track the S&P 500, uh, and uh, institutional trading strategies that track the S&P 500. So the price, while it may seem elevated, may be justified at these levels because of that fact. Generally speaking, I'd like to turn, if we may, to Hong Kong. Um, I'm reading stories this morning in our newspapers here that, that there is a, a quite a quite a few and i'm not talking you know super rich hong kongers but normal hong kongers looking at london looking at the uk looking to to, to move out now that, that that's one thing but just generally speaking how important is is hong kong i know that we we do talk about this quite regularly when we when we have the pleasure of having you on but at the same time you know it it is a gateway isn't it into china does china need it does it china need it to be successful but this is a moot uh, this is quite a difficult question but yes hong kong is china's gateway uh, to western financial markets and it has been for the last 30 or 40 years there's no doubt about that but i do believe that if china had to sacrifice hong kong for their greater 
China strategy than they would. We have to remember that as a percentage of China's GDP, Hong Kong is not a very large percentage of that anymore. It's been well and truly taken over by other mega cities in the Pearl River Delta and up to Beijing and, and Shanghai. So uh, yes, it is important, but if push came to shove with the Chinese government, uh, they would uh, they they would let Hong Kong go, so to speak, economically. But I I, I really struggle to see them moving uh, to, to that situation unless geopolitical tensions uh, ratchet to uh, previously unexpected levels. Does China have um, the, the sort of market? I'm talking stock market mechanisms to take over from what happens in Hong Kong. No, they don't at the moment. But if we are talking about what China's strategy is for the greater China subcontinent and whether they would be prepared to sacrifice Hong Kong because of that, then the answer is unequivocally yes. I mean, this is politics and uh, society. Uh, so economics won't necessarily come into that. Uh, the big question will be, will China companies, international companies in Hong Kong now look to move to the to the continent itself, to Shanghai? If they're going to be operating under Chinese laws in Hong Kong, uh, they may as well be operating under the same laws in Shanghai, if that makes sense, and being much closer to their larger markets. Is there a fear that as far as the US-China spat is concerned that there will be an escalation? Um, I'm thinking that they're still, they still both say they're at phase one in the trade talks, don't they? I mean, that's, that, that could always be a bit of a hostage to fortune. Yeah, I think the chances of a phase two trade deal ever emerging are close to zero now. Uh, both uh, uh, the Biden and President Trump are, are quite strongly... Uh, against China or being firm with China, as they like to put it. The hawks are definitely in control in uh, Washington, D.C. There is always a risk that geopolitical tensions could escalate. I mean, we saw this unexpected closure of the Houston, China, China's Houston consulate yesterday. Undoubtedly, a U.S. consulate will be closed in uh, retaliation. I think with the presidential election in, uh, in November, the chances uh, move higher the further behind in the polls, President Trump and the Republicans fall. So I think it will be inversely proportional to the polling results running into those November elections as to what we see from the United States. We've never, finally, Jeff, ever seen um, liquidity like this before, have we? I mean, it is, it is quite extraordinary. Is, is, is that keeping the, the distance, do you think, between stock market performance and what's really going on? Yes, and I, I, I get asked this question a lot, to be honest, and I think uh, the, the, the net result is just not to fight it, but understand the drivers. There's vaccine hopes, and I'm quietly confident we are going to see a result on that front in Q4, but there's trillions and trillions of dollars from the uh, assembled world central banks slushing around in the financial system looking for a home. And this is the underlying driver of the asset price inflation. It's very much the same as after the global financial crisis, but on a much greater scale. Jeff Halley, thank you very much indeed. This is the Business Breakfast with Oanda on Jazz FM. Online trading, currency data, money transfers. 